0: welcome back to another episode of college hockey talk on today's episode we have two-time gold medalist from the under 18 women's world championship team and university of minnesota duluth superstar gabby hughes on the show today thank you so much for listening to this episode before we get started i'd like to ask if you can follow us on instagram at college hockey talk and subscribe and follow our podcast on Spotify and Apple and rate and review because that helps people find it and spread the word of College Hockey Talk. We have so many great interviews coming up in the next few weeks. I'm excited to share them to you. But now here is Gabby Hughes. Welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. Today we have a wonderful guest. She is a rising junior forward for the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, Gabby Hughes. Gabby, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and how's everything going? No problem, man. My first question to you is, what are you doing to prepare for this upcoming season amid so much uncertainty?
1: Um, Right now, just um training as much as we can and trying to stay in touch with the team. A lot of Zoom meetings as a team, trying to keep in contact because um, obviously we can't really be in close contact with everyone and it's usually we'd be getting back into the rink together as a group and not having that right now is a little bit different, but just trying to keep working out and having our trainer send us the workouts to keep gaining um, some muscle and keep looking forward to the future. And coaches are talking with us a lot about um, future games and different like plans. We'll get a couple emails about, um, different forechecks we'll want to try and stuff like that. So we'll still watch some film, but um, so many uncertainties that we're just still just kind of taking it easy as this at the same time.
0: Has it been hard to find ice time where you're from?
1: Um, At the beginning of quarantine, yeah. I was staying in um, my hometown, Lionel Lakes, and there weren't any ice um, sheets open at all. There was no arenas open. So Um, It was tough at the beginning, but once they started opening up, my dad, he runs um, a summer hockey program, so I got to skate with his teams a couple times a week, and then um, when I came back up here for um, training at the rink, when the rink opened up, there's um, a power skating coach up here that does college hockey skates, and so we have that three times a week, so once the rink started opening up a bit more, it wasn't too hard.
0: Now going into the season, you're obviously going to be an upperclassman. What type of leadership do you hope to bring to this year's Bulldogs team?
1: Um, Being an upperclassman, that's weird to hear. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to keep trying to do my thing, lead on the ice and off the ice. But um, I think being upperclassman is going to be not as different as some people think. You just got to keep playing your game and keep doing the same things you've been doing because – um it's been working and it's been working for our team so just kind of stick to who I am and hopefully people appreciate that and like it.
0: Now I want to talk about before you went to Duluth growing up how did you start playing hockey?
1: Um I have two older brothers and my dad played college hockey at Mankato State um so when I was like two years old we had a little pond at the end of our cul-de-sac so I kind of got just thrown on some skates and tossed into the hockey ring as soon as I could get on the ice. And um, I wasn't very good my first year, but then after that, I fell in love with the sport, and I guess the rest is history.
0: Now, growing up, did you have a hockey idol at all? Any players that you looked up to?
1: Um, Yeah, when I was younger, I really looked up to um, Natalie Darwitz. I always watched her as a hockey player. And then, um, obviously, anyone in the NHL, I always kept up. I was a big fan of um, Marion Gabrick. And then um, as I got a little bit older, just anyone in the women's hockey that has kind of built up the women's hockey program to be like where we can have a professional league and the women's national team is at this like position they're at. So I think that's really cool.
0: Now also before Minnesota Duluth, you played for Centennial High where you put up incredible numbers. What was it like to play there and how did it help your development in college hockey or as a hockey player in general?
1: Um. Yeah, I loved Centennial. I had my teammate Annie um, throughout there. My we had the same group of girls. We played together all throughout youth hockey, and um, I played a little bit of boys hockey. And I think just the community is kind of what built me as the player I am and the person I am. Um, my dad was my coach for a while, and then my high school coach was Christy King, and she was super young when she came in. But I think that helped both of us with our relationship and. Um, I think the community just helped us. We're such a strong hockey community, and I think that's kind of what made us more motivated and kind of pushed me a little bit, too.
0: And you also got to play for the under-18 national team for the U.S. where you won two gold medals. Um, What was it like to – what were those two experiences like for you?
1: They were absolutely unbelievable. Um, Being able to go over to the Czech Republic, and I was lucky enough that my family got to come over and – watch me and they got to do a little scenic stuff as well but um just the experience and being able to put on that jersey is something that i will never take for granted and something i will never forget um it's always an honor whenever i'm able to do that
0: and was there anything cool you got to do in the czech republic
1: um we didn't do much traveling um We kind of stayed, we were in Zin, Zlin, Czech Republic. So we kind of stayed there for a while. And then um, we had one off day and me and my family um, took the opportunity to go see um, Auschwitz, the concentration camp. So um, that was an unbelievable experience as well. And I'm really lucky to say that I got to experience that.
0: And how did those two experiences help you play, develop and understand the college hockey game better?
1: Um, definitely pushed me to um, a faster pace of hockey and just, like, speed-wise and thinking, um, playing at, like, such a high level in that aspect of it and then transferring that to college hockey. I think I was lucky enough to have that experience instead of going straight from high school to college hockey. Um, yeah, I think it just really helped with, like, the mental aspect of it and the fast pace of the game.
0: Now, playing for the U.S. national team, was there any player you played with or even against that? was that you particularly noticed that was going to be you thought was going to be a really good college hockey player and they turned out to be one
1: um I would have to say all of them but a few that I played with um in under 18s and then last year when I made the U-22s um just Sid Brot um really stood out to me um Taylor Heisey and Grace Dunwinkel when I we were on the U-18 team um I knew that they were going to excel and they really are. So, um, with Sid Brot, I was lucky enough to play with her at Duluth too. So, um, she obviously is an outstanding player and she, um, is to, continuing to continue to grow her game as well.
0: Now I want to ask you about your recruiting process. What made you want to go to Minnesota Duluth versus other Minnesota schools potentially?
1: Yeah, I originally was committed to North Dakota And they folded their women's hockey program. So I had a little bit of a rush because when I was in high school, the recruiting age, there was like not real, really a limit you could commit at any time. So being a junior, a late junior at the time that they canceled their program, I was kind of like, Oh, what am I going to do? But, um, I emailed like the schools in the WCHA, just letting them know what happened and um, what their thoughts were, if they had any room for me or anything like that. And Duluth was the only school that was like we're here for you we'll be here for you like if you need help with the process we'll like be there for you as well but we'd love to take you on as our um, another recruitment but if you don't choose us let us know if you need help with the process and I think just having them be such kind-hearted people is what um, made me decide like this is a school that I think I would fit in best and I truly believe that this is kind of what was meant to be because I love it here. And um, I never really leave Duluth anymore.
0: And what's it like to play for such a big hockey school in Minnesota? Obviously, the men's team is very successful, but the women's team is successful as well. Just talk about playing in that hockey environment.
1: Um, it's unbelievable. Our community up here for Bulldog hockey is unreal. It's We have season ticket holders and um, they love coming to our games. We see them. It's it's kind of a small town with like the hockey world. You see them at the grocery store and they stop and say hi. And um, I don't know, there's so much support all over the place in Duluth for both the women's and the men's hockey team. So I think that that's a very special, special thing to have.
0: No, you had an incredible f- freshman season. What, In your opinion, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to playing Division I college hockey?
1: Um, I would say, like I kind of said earlier, just like the – the pace of the game, like, you have to think a lot quicker, and um, the whole entire game is fast-paced. It's not just, like, spurts here and there, kind of where, like, in high school hockey, it was not as fast of a pace or not, like, a full roster every single time, but playing against, like, girls that you play the whole entire game as hard as you can, and I think just getting used to that was a big adjustment, but um, our coaches and my teammates helped helped me get through that.
0: And you also won your first WCHA playoff series against Bemidji State that same year. What was that series like and how cool was it to get your first uh, playoff series win?
1: It was cool. Um, Bemidji and Duluth kind of have this little rivalry. Um, We always end up playing each other. I don't know why, but like 10 times in a season. It happened this year as well. Um, So just like being able to beat them and um, move on into the go down to the cities and play for the title was unbelievable and is very proud of our group of girls.
0: And in your sophomore season, you had another big year. Was there any particular part of your play that you feel like you improved on more than others?
1: Um, I would say um, I'm always working on just like being a quick thinker and making quicker plays and I think being more of a defensive-minded center um, but also being offensive was something that I improved on a lot and continuing to work on but also being good in the D zone is something that I think I did really well with this year.
0: And I was checking your schedule from this past season. You guys played in a lot of in-season tournaments like the Minnesota Cup. What was your favorite in-season tournament you played in this year?
1: Um, I would have to say – I really did enjoy the Minnesota cup and it was nice to um, get a win there, but I also really liked, we went out East and played in, I want to say it's called the nutmeg tournament.
0: Yeah. The nutmeg classic.
1: Yeah. That was really fun. Um, It was a very good team bonding experience and um, we played teams that we don't normally play, which is kind of the fun about it is not having to play the same teams in our league and seeing a couple other competitions was um, a really good experience. I really liked that tournament too.
0: And Duluth once again beat Bemidji State in this year's quarterfinal series. What was uh, was there any difference between that series versus the one in your freshman year?
1: Um, I think this one was a little bit more. I don't know. We got swept by them at their their barn, so we had a little bit of fire underneath us, and um, going into making a record for however many overtimes was absolutely insane. Um, That's definitely something I'm not going to forget, but getting the win in the third game was um, unbelievable, and it was very exciting that we finally ended the series instead of going into another overtime game.
0: And unfortunately, your team hasn't won a WCHA tournament yet, but what do you feel like your team has to do to get over that hump?
1: Um. I think our team just needs to stop thinking about it as a hump and just like go out there and play the game of hockey that we play all season long instead of um, looking at it as this like such big game. Like um, I think we're working on that aspect of being consistent. And I think trying to be a consistent team is um, something we're going to work on. And I think that'll be something that sets us to win that title.
0: Now, like you mentioned earlier, you got to play in the under 22 series against Canada this last year. Uh, I just want to ask what was that experience like for you?
1: Um again, just any anytime you are able to put that jersey on is just a huge honor and um every time I get my name called on in those type of situations, it just brings tears to my eyes because it's just so so exciting and um, not really expected, but I just love being able to put that jersey on and be surrounded by the environment and um all those girls there are unbelievable. So being pushed to my full potential in those situations is um, an experience that I can never take for granted.
0: Now, in that series, you got to play with one of your former teammates, Sydney Broad. I just got to ask you—you, you know, what's it like? What's she like as a teammate? And obviously, she's not going to be there next year. But what are you going to miss most about her as a player and as a teammate?
1: Um. Oh my gosh, I love Sid Broad. She, um, being her linemate all season long, and then being able to be at the U22 camp with her was very um, calming, I guess. She brings a sense of, like, joy and just, like, relaxed kind of um, side of me. So just being able to have her around kind of was just relaxing. Like, there's no pressure. Just have fun out here. I'm with my teammates. So um, that was nice. And I lived with her all last year in our house. So um, not having her around is going to be – a lot different but on the ice and as a teammate she is unbelievable. She's a great leader and I think I'm just going to miss um her constant drive. She was always the first one on the ice, always the last one off the ice and like always pushing everyone around her so I think I'm definitely going to miss um her love for the game as well.
0: And did it help going into that um under 22 series to have someone that you played with in college?
1: Yeah, I would say it helps a lot. Um it's a sense of comfort and it's a sense of like being at home. If like you're the only one from where you are, it's a little bit like you kind of feel not out of place, but just a little like out of the loop, I guess. So being able to have her um, by my side and she has some experience with USA hockey too. So um, that was very comforting and calming for me.
0: Now we're going to get into the segment of the podcast. I call the non-hockey segment where I ask you non-hockey questions. And my first question is, do you have any superstitions before a game?
1: Um. I would say more of like a routine than a superstition. Um, I just have to get an iced coffee and um, I just like have a certain order that I do stuff in. So I don't know if that's like a superstition or more of a routine, but yeah.
0: And uh, who is the funniest on the UMBD women's hockey team?
1: Oh, goodness. We have a funny group of girls, but I'm going to have to go with Maggie Flaherty.
0: And uh, what's your favorite class in college?
1: Um, the one I took this summer. It was um, a music class, and I learned how to play the ukulele.
0: Oh, that's cool. What? How do you? Is there? What's a lesson that you would teach someone if you had to teach anybody?
1: Um, I would say a lesson that I would teach somebody. Um whenever you think that you're working hard enough or whenever you think like you're starting to get satisfied is when you need to start working a little bit harder and doing a little bit extra. So never be comfortable with where you're at, I guess.
0: Now, speaking of music, what music do you listen to before a game?
1: Um, I don't even know how you explain it. Um, not like EDM, but kind of like remixes. Yeah. Stuff like the big booty remixes, like that kind of stuff. I love that stuff.
0: And uh, who is the quietest on the women's hockey team in Duluth?
1: Um, we have a couple quiet girls, but they've started to come out of their shell. Um, I'd have to say the quietest one is probably Mo Ananson, number eight. We call her Mo Money.
0: And um, my last question for you is um, what is your favorite TV show?
1: Oh, uh, that's a tough one, too. I have three that I always am watching, like, and now at the point where I just watch them in, like, the background, and I'd have to say The Office, New Girl, and um, How I Met Your Mother.
0: Oh, I love New Girl, so.
1: I know. It's so good.
0: <laughs> uh, Schmidt, he's just he's just hilarious. I can't say it. <laughs> I know. Um, now, back to some hockey questions. My first one is, what's your favorite road arena to play in the WCHA?
1: Um, That's a tough pick between um, Wisconsin's arena, Laban and Ritter. I would just have to say Ritter because a lot of the girls from Duluth are from the cities in Minnesota. So all of our family, like an extended family are able to come. So it's just a good atmosphere to be able to play in front of like everyone, um, family, friends and all that kind of stuff. But Laban is insane it's loud and it's packed and sold out every single time so I don't know one of those two
0: have you ever beat Wisconsin on the road and if you have how cool is it to silence the crowd
1: we I don't think we have um we came really close and when we were winning the whole building was just quiet and I think like I don't know I maybe that like scared us a little bit because we were like what's going on. But um yeah, that arena's insane to play in.
0: And uh, what do you think has to be done to grow women's hockey?
1: Um I just think awareness of the sport, um we always have the women's national team advocating for everyone and um constantly drawing people to the mm. sport and growing the game for younger girls. I think Um, that's a big part of it.
0: And my last question for you before we let you go is, what is your favorite hockey memory you have?
1: Um, favorite hockey memory. I'm going to have to go with when I was in. Okay, I have to ask you when I was in U12s, we took third in state. But we um, in that game tied the game with 1.7 seconds left and then in the third overtime I scored the game winning goal so that was fun and then in high school my senior year just winning sections for the first time and going to the state tournament and getting second was unforgettable as well
0: well thank you so much Gabby for coming on the podcast and I wish you good luck next year and all the best and yeah hopefully I get to see Duluth in person sometime soon
1: yeah thank you so much for having me, Duluth definitely is a good spot to visit
0: i'll try to make it out there sometime so
1: yeah perfect you should
0: and we have a nice day bye yeah bye just a quick podcast announcement or update i should say is starting on thursday i'm going to be doing predictions for each of the conferences for next season just my predictions and thoughts just want to let you guys know looking forward to doing that Thank you so much to Gabby for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it a lot and I hope she has a great season this year and I'll definitely be rooting for her. Not much college hockey news going on right now. Um, I really, There really isn't uh, just from the last time I recorded but the NHL is back and it's been so great to watch. I watched some of the Winnipeg Jets and Calgary Flames game last night and I obviously saw some of the Bruins game today as well but no nothing really going on there it's just good to see some college hockey talent from the past succeed in the nhl so that's been cool to see but other than that not really a lot of college hockey news going on right now but thank you so much again for listening to this podcast i like i said it means so much to me i can't emphasize that enough how much it really means to me i hopefully i can grow this podcast to be very big one day i want to cover college hockey for a living for the men and women's game and hopefully this podcast helps me get that start and i really just appreciate the listenership and for and all the players that have agreed to come on to do interviews with me it just it really means a lot so i just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that and um that's it for today's episode we got some great episodes coming in the next couple of weeks like i said before fall and Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, rate and review, follow us on Instagram, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again on Thursday. Bye.